0: Hello and welcome to Inside the Admissions Office, your one-stop shop for expert advice on the smart way to get in. My name is Kayla and each episode I'll bring you an interview with the former admissions officer, a graduate of a top college, or an admissions expert. These interviews will take you inside the admissions office and will be full of behind-the-scenes knowledge, first-hand experiences, and application tips that will help you get into your dream school. If you'd like to chat with one of these experts, you can sign up for a free consultation at the link in the description of this episode. But before you do that, let's hear from Daniela Alacron, a graduate coach from Rice University, about the additional information section of the Common App. Hi, Daniela. Thank you for joining us today. Happy to be here. So, over the past couple episodes, um, we've kind of been going over some of the major um, components of the Common Application now that we're kind of in application season. Um, So this week, I wanted to cover kind of the elusive additional information section, which um, got a bit of a revamp this year as well. Um, I think we always kind of get questions from students about what the section really is, how to use it. Um, so I wanted to chat with one of our graduate coaches today, kind of get your uh, advice on, you know, how to use the section effectively.
1: Sounds great. Yeah, I think the additional information is is a bit of a catch-all. Um, that is why I think students are confused about how to use it because there is little guidance um, But there are ways, I think, to be strategic
0: about using it. Um, Yeah, I just love to kind of start by just like a general overview of, you know, kind of what the section is. Um, Obviously, you know, there's kind of like the prompt that comes with it. But so I think just kind of like a a general overview would be helpful just to get us started. Yes. So
1: the additional information section is a part of the Common App uh,
0: components
1: and it's, basically just a blank text box. And it says that the limit is 650 words. And the general guidelines that the Common App gives you um, just says you know, if there is anything else that you'd like to add that you think will be um, you know, relevant to the application that you haven't had a chance uh, to explain elsewhere, use this section for that. Um, so it's, it basically just tells you, use it if you need it. And I think students are never sure about when they, quote unquote, need it. Um, and whether it's read at all or whether it's read by all the schools, how do they, uh, how do schools uh, perceive this section? Um, And I think the general confusion for students is, oh, it's extra space. I should just fill it up, you know, uh, and I I think a lot of times counselors give it an advice that they say, uh, you know, if it says optional, you should do it. You should fill it up. And and I think this is the exception uh, of that rule (laughs) is that this is not, um something that students need to fill in um and now with the covid one i think some of the um there's a extra uncertainty about do you use both do you just one like when is it applied to me um if i don't fill it up or I, if i don't fill in it in am i um giving myself a disadvantage um and in the overall uh, kind of applica- applicant pool
0: yeah yeah, I think it's like you said, definitely a lot of confusion. Because I think you're right with like supplemental essays when they're optional. You know, or counselors will always say, you know, just use it. They're giving you, you know, this extra space. But I think you're right that this is definitely ex- an exception. So um, I'm hoping with this kind of episode, we can kind of delve deeper into when students should actually use it, when they definitely should not, to maybe provide some listeners with that guidance that they might be looking for so um i guess jumping right in what are ways that you think it is acceptable for students to use the section or when you would tell one of your students you should definitely you know write something in that section
1: Uh, i think the most common um and appropriate uses for that section come when there is something related to your academic performance that you haven't been able uh, to explain in, in another section. So that's uh, some examples. So that would be, uh, you know, if there was um, a significant event in your family that affected your academic performance in some way. So maybe there was an illness in the family or a death or uh, your parents, um, maybe one of them lost a job and that affected your academic performance because now you had to take a second job or maybe you had to babysit um, your siblings. So this this sort of uh, context contextual information is is useful for admissions officers to know and to understand um you know why maybe there was a dip in your grades the second year um i think that is uh definitely an appropriate section to include it now i think given that there's still the right way to use it uh so you never even though it's a 650 words you have to keep in mind that admissions officers have to be reading a lot and they're reading really quickly Uh, So you definitely don't want to create extra work for them by occupying the entire space. Uh, So I think when you're trying to explain, um, you know, a circumstance like that, uh, I think you still want to be really brief about um, how you explain a situation. It has to be very kind of of matter-of-fact, you know, this is not the personal statement, this is not the place to write about your feelings or the way that you're um, reflecting on a situation. I think you're just explaining uh to add that additional context um i think another thing in terms of if you're explaining something that's uh is trying to explain some negative performance um or maybe under average performance uh, on academics uh the other thing that's important to mention is is also um you know what came from it i think you also don't want to just say it and then just leave it i think there has to be some signal of you know, and now I've been doing this to address this problem, or I've been taking extra classes to make up my grades. Uh, I think if you have done that, it's also important to explain, you know, this was a dip in my grades, but this is what I'm doing to address it. Um, So that's the the second hand, the second side of this is, if you are going to explain something um, that might have affected you negatively, what are you doing about it is just as important in this section. other things that this section can be used for is um sometimes you know asterisk (laughs) um expanding on something that's in your activities list and i say like sometimes because you definitely don't want this to be a second resume um so be very very um oh what's it called like have high standards about what you would expand on in this section uh so some students have used it to include additional summer programs maybe that they've taken I don't fit anywhere else you literally just want to say I took this program at this school and got this grade uh, you don't need to go into any more detail than that um, other things that students have used it for appropriately would be if they're published um, including some information about um, their other uh, work so maybe it's a research paper then you may be able to include the abstract um, you may be able to include um, You know if it's artwork that's been published more information about where it's been published Uh, but you still want to be definitely very very short and uh, straightforward about how you explain this this sort of things
0: right i think kind of along that lines i think along those lines i've seen some students kind of like include links to websites that they've worked on or artwork or anything just to kind of add on to their activities list but um Definitely. I think we'll get into this later, too, that you don't want to kind of write a whole second activities list. I think that that would not uh, please most um, admissions officers. But um, I think what I'm kind of getting from your advice is that even if you are using it, you have to use it very carefully and very succinctly. Like you said, even though there's that 650 words, you probably don't really want to use all of that space. Yeah, I've never seen a
1: student actually use all of it. Um, I think that you probably don't want to use all of it. <laughs> right. um, and, and I think the other thing about being really, um, being able to filter your activities and not make it a second resume is because you also want to highlight the best things about you. So it's all about um, quality and not quantity. So if you, if you make that section a second resume, then it actually comes across as like you're not able to prioritize and show the admission officer what is the best thing about you mm-hmm. um so i think it's just gonna kind of dilute your activities actually because you have so many that it's like okay well what are the important ones what am i focusing on um so definitely yes definitely on the filtering side i think it's important
0: yeah i think writing succinctly is definitely a skill and something that you have to be good at in college i remember that there were times in my writing classes in college where we were told, you know, only write two pages. You have to get all of this done in two pages, and that was kind of a challenge for us. So I think this is a good way for admissions officers to know that you have the writing skills and you know the kind of um, cognitive abilities to kind of pare things down. So you don't want to show them that you can't do that. Yeah, I think that's a that's a great example. Um, so I studied. Um,
1: science and art so i did two degrees in college but i remember a lot on the art side that my professor uh it was a photography class and my professor would say you know go all day shooting this is like film camera so you still need to develop and get the prints and then he would say i only want to see two photos like i don't Mm -hmm. care what how many you shot and of course at this point people have like i don't know 40 photos that they want to show and they're all beautiful in their eyes and they'll like no oh, but you need to see all of them and my first would be like nope i would only see two like that is a skill in its own you need to be mm-hmm. able to curate your own work um and i think that's kind of what you have to do with the activities list as well you need to curate your own work it doesn't they don't really care <laughs> if you've done 20 30 yeah. things like only show me um the things that that you feel are the most important about you and that really put together that narrative um, of the type of person that you um and students that you want to portray yourself as
0: Yeah, I think that's a really kind of good metaphor for the application as a whole is that you've done maybe 40 different things and you're only able to show, you know, a couple of them. Um, I think that's a really good way to think about it. Um, So I guess on the flip side, and maybe this is kind of what students might get more out of, I guess, or where we can give, um, you know, the most advice is, I guess, how students should not use this section. Um, I think there's kind of a lot of pitfalls that students could fall into, so I'm really interested to kind of hear your advice on that. Yeah, definitely. I think that's easier, um, to
1: explain than, than when to actually use it because that's so Mm -hmm. case dependent and student dependent, but we, you definitely don't want to do, you don't want to put an essay in there. Like students sometimes say, oh, but I have two great personal statements, so I just had the second one here. No, definite no. I think you're just going to make a lot of people angry <laughs> by mm-hmm. adding a second personal statement. Uh, you don't, or supplemental essays for that matter. Now, the additional information section would go to every single college that you apply to. So, you definitely don't want anything school specific in that section. Mm-hmm. Um, other things that you don't want to do, we talked about repeating your resume. Um, I think just generally things that are not what the question is asking. So if you just want to add, uh, oh, I really like this research paper. I think I did really well. I'm going to paste it on here uh, that I did for school or a history paper that's probably not the side for it. So don't use it as a portfolio or supplements in a traditional sense. I think it is entirely more about explaining your context and again, something that isn't, um, that you are not able to explain in other parts of the application, which is actually not that many things because the common application Allows for a lot of explanation in of of a lot of things, so I think this is just a, kind of a, a, a catch-all in case there is something that you couldn't explain elsewhere. But I don't think that applies to most people, um, uh, and you know, I think even for international students, something common is maybe they um, repeat ninth grade. There's another section for them to explain that um, if there is something related to. Um, I think illnesses perhaps could be a place for it. There's also when it comes, uh, when it's about your performance in school, you also have to think about uh, that your counselor would be another person that can add that context. So I think if there is, if you're in that situation where there is something that happened within your school performance or school career um, that affected your performance in some way, you can think about using the additional information, but also asking your counselor to kind of echo or confirm um, whatever it is you're explaining in their own letter. That's another way to think about how to pair it with other parts of the application.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think you're right that the Common App kind of gives a lot of different um, ways for people to kind of explain things that happen. So you wanna be really careful before you put anything in the additional information section to make sure you didn't write about it elsewhere because you know, like we keep saying, Admissions officers read so many applications, they're doing so much reading, the last thing they want to do is read, you know, a repeat of something. They're probably gonna, you know, think that's a huge waste of their time. Um, I think another one that I'm thinking of, of, I guess, a way not to use it is um, some students, I think, are, um, I guess, tempted to write not just a second personal statement, but just more of their first personal statement, you know, the, the um, word count on the personal statement can be really hard for some students, and so I think there's a temptation to write, like, read more in the additional information section and use it as, like, a, a second whole word count, um, and I think we should also caution students not to do that for the same reasons of, you know, paring down and showing that skill um, of not overwriting.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: I think definitely no writing at all. No writing
1: samples mm-hmm. should be included in there. Um, I The examples that I gave about giving more context about uh, things that you've published would be like, this is where it was published, not necessarily this is what mm. was published. Um, so I think that's important to point out. The other uh, thing that you want to do with additional information is because if you look at where um, how the application looks when you completed it, the additional information actually shows up before the personal statement. So that wouldn't make sense at all, actually, if you're mm-hmm. talking about this being a continuation of your personal statement, because um, it's gonna come out out of order. <laughs> um, so that in itself also wouldn't be a great strategy. Um, I think the other thing to think about here is is the prompt itself saying like, if there's anything else, um, uh, the important thing there is understanding the whole applicant pool as a whole is like, is this something that I'm included on here that really is unique and special to me um, that is important to think about. So if um, if it's just, uh, if you want to explain something about your circumstance that is unique to you, that is important to include. Um, but if you're just adding things like, um, oh, I just, I'm such a hard worker and i would do really well in college then you know that's not unique or relevant information for the admission officer um so try to i think try to just check with yourself like is this important for them to know if i took this section out would there be a part missing about me um and i think maybe that's good to get someone else's uh, perspective on so maybe a friend or mm-hmm. a parent um because maybe you feel like them knowing that you have done all these other things is important, but it might not be um, in the overall context of the applicant pool.
0: Yeah, I think it's a really good idea to kind of, I guess, not take it so personally. I think obviously the whole application is very personal. There's something called the personal statement, Um, but I think students might take the additional information section even more personally because they see it as a place to, of course, provide that extra context, but Um, I think the advice to kind of think about the rest of the applicant pool is really good to kind of think about, okay, if I write this, how is it going to look next to another applicant who maybe also used this section but used it more appropriately um, or who didn't use it at all?
1: Yeah, I think a good example to that would be, so I mentioned earlier that maybe there was a dip in your grades and you want to explain it. I think the other caveat to that is like, how would you explain it? If it's because you got lazy and you really didn't do your homework um, and that's why you have lower grades, then that's really not something that you want to explain in the additional information section because you don't really have uh, what would be called a compelling reason for why your grades mm-hmm. were lower. Uh, so it's, it all, I get involved in like, what level of context is helpful uh, and truthful. So if, if it was a dip in grades just based on you, then just own it. No need to explain it. Just hopefully you've uh, kind of improved since. Uh, but that's another another thing to think about. There are so many exceptions. And this is why it's very important to see and maybe ask your counselor, to see like, is this something that I should include in the application? Is this something that that you would recommend that I include? Because it is, um, you know, uh, important context for myself. And again, that's those are things like family obligations or um, again, major events that either happened to you or impacted you directly. Um, those are important, but not everything should go on there.
0: Right. I think so. that's definitely the hard thing um, is that it's just, it's so dependent on kind of your circumstances. So I think definitely everyone listening should take, you know, our advice with a grain of salt and to think about it in their own personal experience because, you know We keep talking about all these caveats, and I think that's true for every student, that depending on what's happened and what your, the rest of your application looks like, um, might give you different reasons to use or to not use the section. Um, so the last kind of big thing I want to talk about is the COVID-19 question, which I think is kind of like an add-on to the additional information section um, that is obviously new this year because of everything going on. Um, So I'm hoping to also get your advice on, you know, what that question looks like, what it is, um, and also kind of, you know, just similar questions about when students should and should not use it. Yeah, so this year the Common App decided
1: to add a section that we're just going to call a COVID-19 question, Uh, and it's basically the same prompt as the additional information. Uh, It will ask you, do you wish to share anything on this topic, yes or no? If you say yes, then you have uh, 250 words to say, uh, describe how these events have impacted you. And again, it's very open-ended, but I think some of the uh, things that we talked about for the additional information would still uh, be relevant here in the sense that um, they're giving you this option to explain something that might have affected you, but it doesn't mean that you necessarily need to use it. Um, I think it's, it's important that you kind of understand specifically with COVID-19, that this is something that's affected the entire world. So probably things like, oh, I was quarantined for so long and I was so bored, you know, it's not something that would be unique or relevant in this in this case. So think about that as well. I think that they, they wanna understand um, what things happen to you with the, under, with the understanding that a lot of things happen to a lot of people. So tests being canceled, summer programs being canceled, um, you know, being a, being um, stuck indoors for a while, this is something that everyone can say, which means that it's not particularly unique to you or your context or your application. Uh, so think about more if, if there are things that's, um, that affected your academic performance in some way or that affected your life in some way, I think a lot of people will be experiencing um, things like, um, maybe, Having to do remote learning and your experience with your experience with remote learning, um, the the idea of of maybe obviously this is a public health crisis. So there were um, any health issues that you or your parents had to go through that will be relevant to this application. Um, if there was anything related to um, just financial matters, so I know that the the other kind of consequence of this pandemic has been. Uh, financial and economic so if that affected um, your ability to uh, perform academically or to even um, do some of your activities then that will be relevant on here um, this is still a pretty short um, text box so I think the same um, kind of strategy applies in terms of being very straightforward about what happens and hopefully at this point obviously this, this kind of depends on on what happens a few months from now but if you're able to include some sort of um, in the back, if you're able to at the end, if you're able to include something that shows that if it's within your means to mitigate the situation or to improve it in some way, then I think that's always helpful to um, to include as well, to show your maturity towards, um, you know, what would be called challenges that you have no control over, but maybe there are parts of it that you can't control.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think maturity is kind of a big thing that you want to show in this section overall. Um, Because like you said, this is something that everyone is facing, Um, you know, the vast majority of students are learning virtually, many have pass-fail grades now, many had tests canceled, Um, so those might not necessarily be things you want to delve into greatly because obviously, you know, all of the other students in the country and in the world are dealing with that as well um i think it's kind of more of those personal experiences that we were talking about you know illnesses or financial burdens that might be a bit more relevant um but i think similar to what we were talking about with just the overall additional information section is that this is something that your counselor can talk about as well i think the common app is also asking counselors to address how your school um, was managing covid 19 um, you know whether they did go to pass fail or what um, virtual classes looked like for your school so it's not something that you have to explain on your own either
1: yeah I think um, I think there's going to be or I expect that there's going to be a lot of um, places where teachers and counselors will be able to provide also more context in terms of what the school as a whole um, has been kind of dealing with because I know that's also been very school specific you know, based on um, the resources and tools that they had um, and their ability to really like, pivot to complete distance learning. Uh, I think everyone is experimenting. So um, I think everyone will have some, some uh, story to talk about when it comes to kind of this, this whole year. Um, the other thing to think about with this one is that the, the question itself is meant to to help you Uh, it's meant to give you uh, an extra opportunity to express something that might have impacted you based on this kind of very very unique situation that we found ourselves in Uh, but i also feel like you have to be careful about how you talk about and uh, we hinted at it earlier but how you talk about um, the impact that you have been through and think about the greater um, applicant pool you know have have you really, you know, quote unquote, suffered compared to what you know is happening in the rest of the world? I think that's also very important. Um, You know, everyone has been through some discomfort of some sort, uh, but there's definitely a scale. So try to be very conscientious about that
0: when you speak about the challenges that you've been through. Right. I think you definitely kind of need to be aware of any kind of privilege you've had in this situation. I think That definitely goes for the rest of your application as well. I know we always tell students, you know, maybe don't write your whole personal statement about, you know, an athletic injury you've had because there's going to be some student writing a personal statement about a very serious illness or something like that. You kind of want to be careful about what you're writing about because you need to think about, you know, what kind of application yours might be read next to. If someone went through an even harder time than you, then it's going to kind of make what you wrote about as a challenge look a bit privileged or you know um maybe not as meaningful or mature to write about
1: Mm -hmm.
0: right and i think sometimes
1: students fall into that pitfall not because they uh like i think they understand intellectually that that would be bad but i think Mm -hmm. they feel maybe the the pressure to fill something into this text box so i think that's Mm -hmm. another question of like if you need to use it use it if you don't don't like maybe you were lucky enough that You were quarantined in your family home. You have no problems with internet. You have a pool. No problems with food. No one got sick, and that's great. Don't write anything in this section, Mm -hmm. Um, and and just really use it when you when you really need to.
0: Right. I think there's definitely going to be a lot of pressure for students to kind of feeling like they have to fill out this section since it's new. Um, But just like the additional information section, you know, be careful about writing it, and you know it can be worse to use it when you don't need to. Um, it can, can end up kind of weakening your whole application. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I think it'll be interesting to see what happens. Obviously this is still like a
1: developing crisis. Um, mm-hmm. So I would expect that um, anything that's related to college admissions is still gonna be adapting and reacting pretty quickly. Um, so we'll see what's once the Common App relaunches, um, whether they've made any additional adjustments based on um based on that
0: yeah definitely everything is changing very very quickly (laughs) um well thank you so much for kind of going through these questions with me and talking about this i really hope that this provided some guidance to students but obviously like we said earlier um take all of this into kind of your own personal context um think about it Um, you know, on the whole with your application, with what um, you've done in your academic career, what other applicants may have done, um, you know, like the rest of the application, it just takes a lot of introspection and kind of time for thinking and reflection on the student's part. And curating. Now, now I'm (laughs) going to stick to that. (laughs) Yes. That approach. Yes. Very true. Well, thank you so much for coming on and speaking with us. Yeah. Thanks for for having me. This is
1: I hope this was helpful for students, but uh, I think like you mentioned, this is very student specific, um, but hopefully knowing how not to use it uh, will give some guidance in case some students were wondering whether they would be at a disadvantage for um, leaving it blank by leaving it blank. Yeah, definitely.
0: As always, I hope everyone listening really enjoyed this episode, and no matter what grade you're in, whether you're a parent, a student, or um, an educator, I really hope this helped you out. Um, As always, our blog is linked in the description of this episode where we have some additional blogs about this section and about a lot of the other sections that we discussed in today's episode, so hopefully that will help you with your application as well. Um, As always, you can also talk to one of our admissions experts by clicking that link in our description. My email is there as well in case you have any questions. Um, Of course, you can follow us on social media at ingenious Prep Everywhere, where you can request a future topic or ask any questions that you have. That's all for now. Thank you for listening, and I hope you'll join me next time as we continue our journey inside the admissions office.